go. Let's go, baby. Another episode of Strange Happenings. This is a special report. UAP congressional <laughs> hearings. Last week, we've had a, a, some time to digest, go through. Um, I don't think we're late to the game at all on this. I mean, I know every podcast, everybody's covered this, but it's worth covering again, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, and then it's always fun to get Bub's take on just about anything, because I'm sure it'll get strange. The cat is out of the bag. Cat's out of the bag. So to speak. Uh, I'm your host, Mikey, and of course, as always, the bro host, Bub. And tonight, we have uh, the dynamic duo in Master Control. Back Stoner and Disbro, what's happening, fellas? There we go. Wave to the camera, boys. There it is. Stoner, you didn't wave. There it is. <laughs> oh, man. Well, nice. Hey, everybody in the chat, everybody at home, welcome. Sess in the city, Flutz, Stoner's dad, anybody else that's out there, we appreciate you guys so very much. Uh, we're super stoked for this one. Um, but we got a couple things to cover before we hop into it. Yeah. Um, you know, as always, you can find us at The Strange Road on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. The Facebook group, Strange Road Hitchhikers. Come check us out. Toss some links in there. Get some conversations going in there. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. Uh, share. Um, if you guys like the show. Hey, what's up, Necro? What's happening, dude? Uh, and then YouTube. Uh, like this video, please. Subscribe if you're not already. Hit that notification bell and share this if you if you like what we're doing. We're trying to grow the tribe. Yeah, we're trying to spread the word. We're the vibe tribe. To, yeah, trying to trying to cultivate it. The vibe tribe. We appreciate any help. That's right. Strange shirts. There you go, Necro. You hit it on the head. Hello, Gregory Palverini, aka Michael. What's up? Uh, so, guys, if you've noticed, we've we've got some uh, different uh, clothing on that you might not have seen. But we've been working super hard the last few weeks on finalizing the merch portal. I'm trying to get and there. These are some proofs that we had ordered. We ordered a whole bunch of shirts, and we're trying them on, feeling the material, making sure they're right. Logo's got to maybe be a little bit smaller. Let's push it over this way. I'd say the one that I have, I'm really, I love it. I yeah. think it's super, super close. I love the shirt material yeah. as well. I mean, maybe logo a they're little nice. smaller. We're doing some R and D for sure. Yep. But Make we got sure some quality. different tiers of, of T-shirts, too. We have some kind mm-hmm. of, like, entry level and then a little bit more designed uh, work that's um, T-shirt qualities up yeah. a little bit more. We've got hoodie, hat. Yeah. Uh, potentially, we might need to find a new hat supplier because apparently it came from Netherlands. It's kind of weird. Why wouldn't? Yeah, it's a lot Jeez. of sh- shipping across the pond just for a, a trucker hat. But uh, Now, when they say blue, I'm colorblind. Which blue? Which blue are we talking about? I think he's this talking about that, that one. Blue. This tie-dye, I would say. I would still say, okay, I see. That's a blue shirt. This is a this lot is of a blue. This is a tie-dye yeah. blue shirt. I didn't know that I would like blue this much. It's kind of calming. You look good in blue. It matches your eyes, Bob. I, I kind of feel like I'm in the ocean. Oh, man, <laughs> now I really do like look like the uh, Quiznos hat rack. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh thank you, Colleen. Welcome. Born not to run. What's happening? We appreciate all the love, guys. Thank you all. Um and so we have uh, a pretty cool thing that happened this week was a f- listener of the show, a supporter of the show named Heath Johnson emailed us, hit us up. Yeah. And he has a uh kidney condition and he's gonna have eventually he's gonna have to have at least one transplant. Uh but he's got a GoFundMe account. <clears throat> And his goal is to get to every ancient site in Ohio in the Midwest. He's trying to raise money for this trip to tap into some healing energy. 
at That's ancient cool. sites. So Let's he, make he's it happen. Trying to, trying to, so he reached out to us. We're helping kind of prom, uh, promote that GoFundMe link. It's in the description. It's in the link tree. We posted it in Instagram. We posted it in Facebook, in the group. We posted it in Jeffrey Wilson's group. Good. Friends of the Serpent Mound. We posted it in Tom and Terry's group, uh, Serpent Mound Star Knowledge. And we're just trying to spread the word about yeah. Heath's illness and his incredible trip that we got to make happen, dude. Needs to get to the and Serpent We'll have to connect. Maybe we meet with him at, at Serpent Mountain and hang out to send him off on his journey. That'd be cool. So uh, see what his entire journey is actually yep, as well. Right, he's got planned. That'd right. be cool. Exactly. So Heath Johnson, hey, we wish you the best of luck, dude. We're gonna try our best to to uh, meet your goal. And like I said, guys, go check out that link. It's all over the place. You you you'll be able to find it. Um, <clears throat> and. Uh, is there anything else I was missing? We talked about the merch portal. When's the Shout last time? Outs? I don't know. I, I, we've been doing a lot, but I don't know the last time we were in front of people. Because we've been doing a lot, but I don't know the last time we were on camera Two in front of Two weeks ago. It's been that long. Yeah. Okay. We're, if Do you we guys want... haven't noticed, we're, we're live streaming Strange Happenings every other week for now. Yeah. We're probably going to try to finish the year out, <clears throat> get some of these projects off the plate, then potentially we'll come back with a weekly Strange Happenings again. Um, you know, third hour. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It just got a bit overwhelming with doing two episodes a week. So, you know, we were out at Serpent Mountain. We talked to some people and apparently we were putting out a ton and no one could keep up with it. <laughs> so <clears throat> we're trying to find a balance, but I think we're eventually going to get back to at least two episodes every other week. Yeah. Uh, but we're alternating on uh, interview episodes every Monday morning at 1 a.m. The podcast platforms get released yeah. and then we have our YouTube premiere for that episode at 9 p.m. on Monday night. Yeah. And so that's every other week. And then in between those are Strange Happenings live streams on Wednesday. Yep. So we're getting on this schedule. Um, hopefully we've been promoting it. We if just, not, yell at us. Tell us just, what we're doing wrong. <laughs> we just bagged quite a few interviews to get ready. Yeah. We've been so we're ready recording. to go. Mm -hmm. We're ready to go. It's just I didn't know the last time we were in front of people. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what, what we've been saying into the cameras that's actually hit yeah. years yet. So yeah. there's been a lot of stuff we've been talking about. But right. yeah, so excited coming up, for it. Coming up, we have Michael Strayer from Moth Boys Podcast. We yep. have Jeff Ferran from Strangeology, uh, content creator, digital artist, yep. uh, entrepreneur extraordinaire. And then we have Bill Homan. From the Mitchell Hedges Crystal Skull. That was a fun one. We have uh, Daryl Nichols, who is a speaker, author, and uh, all around. Uh, he fights against racism and has worked in the NCAACP. Uh, NAACP. It was a great conversation. Uh, gosh, Tobias Whalen from Singular Fortian. We cover a lot great. of his articles on strange happenings. So mm -hmm. uh, Tobias and his wife Emily. Tobias came on. We met him at Frogman Fest. Yep. Um, what was the other one? We had Zeus. Zeus. Zeus Tapato. Zeus Tapato. We had our first psychedelic researcher on. That one's cool. Um, all those are coming, guys. So just a heads up. There's some, uh, I mean, this there's is a, a lot of good run, stuff coming down the pipe. So just get ready. of killer <laughs> It's going to be a fire bro. hose effect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it oh is. God. It's drinking from the fire hose because every one of those shows was just like, by the time we were done, I was like, I've got, and doing two yeah. in one day, I was like, I can't like yeah, think was, after that one. So. a lot. Well, we're packing I'm it in, excited. so we're, we're giving ourselves some breathing room so we can yeah. get some of this other stuff off the off the plate and yeah. um, get an all-around, get this ecosystem built and rocking. Yeah. 
Um, but I think we should hop into it. This is uh, unprecedented shit, dude. You're and not lying. I, it really hasn't hit any. People are now finally like last weekend. Hey, have you heard about this UFO thing? Like the government's actually talking about that. Have you heard anything about that? I'm like, yeah, just a little. <laughs> We've only been covering it for six months leading up to this point. Um, What's so the old analogy? The tallest person knows when it rains are first. All asking me and yeah. hitting me up right. about, hey, what does this all mean? So you got people really, really interested. Finally. Because we were complaining that this hasn't gotten any coverage the last how many things that have happened. Didn't matter you know, what happened. Declassified terror documents. Yeah. The videos. Yeah. The New York Times article, which released on, um, it was basically on Thanksgiving. Nobody read it. Nobody cared. They knew. They released it when everybody has something going on. Right. So, um, <clears throat> so without further ado. Uh, let's hop into it. We're going to basically the format of this show, we're going to watch back the hearing and just really pull out. We're trying to do our best with pulling out um, stuff that we haven't talked about as much yeah, or things that are more new and groundbreaking. Uh, so, you know, I think we've got some good stuff here. Let's let's get it rolling. Let's play that first clip. want to point out in 1966, President Gerald Ford. Claimed to have seen a UFO, and in 1969 in Georgia, uh, Jimmy Carter claimed to have seen a UFO. So this has led Congress to establish entities to examine UAPs. The National Defense Authorization Act of 2022 hey, established the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or AARO, to conduct or to coordinate efforts across the Department of Defense and other federal agents federal agencies to detect, identify, and investigate UAPs. However, AARO's budget remains classified, prohibiting meaningful dis- oversight from Congress. Yeah, In that's addition good. to AARO's that's, efforts. That's good. Mass- we, we've covered AARO. We, we, in the beginning, you know, when they came out with, yeah, AARO's talking. Well, we haven't found any evidence. We're like, oh, that's horseshit. They're just some government front office that's going to supposedly take these reports and then tell us that there's nothing there. And that's what Grush is saying. AARO is a joke. We'll go, we'll get into that. But Grush is essentially whistleblowing on his on AARO, mm-hmm. not just the, I guess you could call it the uh, intelligence, military intelligence complex, yeah. which he's whistleblowing on them as well, and the, <clears throat> the industrial complex. But up front, the AARO head of that is saying that there's no evidence, and Grush is calling bullshit. That's the big part of what I don't think people really understand that. Uh, Let's go on to the next clip because we'll get more clarity on that down the road here. But statements into the record, Mr. Chairman, without objection. Also, I'd like to enter in. I understand now that this is unclassified and it's public record. But as we all know, that's sometimes difficult for the public to get a hold of a report. Defense intelligence uh, reference documents, advanced space propulsion based on vacuum Space-time metric engineering, some light reading for some of our members. Without objection. Thank you. Um, you know, Mr. Knapp wrote, since 1969, the position of our military has been that UFOs pose no threat to national security and are not wor- worthy of further study. I'd say that's the biggest understatement of the decade. Um, Shout out to George He also Knapp, goes dude. on to talk OG. about the dismissive attitude and said odds with what was revealed in documents, reports, and internal memos. 
And Mr. Cabral says, uh, as, as he writes these words, the UFO is emerging as a major topic of global importance. Um, Finally, I, I can state that as a fact out there. I met a fellow who came in here all the way from Denmark to be here for this, this meeting. So this is huge. This is worldwide. I think we, um, we suspect what's going on. But I'd also like to thank the members of Congress who have supported our efforts That's good, to make this hearing. That's good stuff. Um, yeah. Very, very little shout out to George Knapp. So George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell were both at this hearing. Uh, Jeremy was invited because of, you know, if you listen to him on podcast, Jeremy Corbell's been calling this out. He's like, I'm in direct contact with whistle. A lot of people have been skeptical about what Jeremy Corbell he's said. He's been pushing the needle quite hard. He pushes it hard. Yeah. And he's applying pressure on the government. He's been basically talking to Grush. This is the whistleblower that Jeremy Corbell's been talking about. You He's think? Like, yes. You think? And there's more of them. You think? Corbell's been talking about this for a year and a half. Go back and watch the Joe Rogan, the last Joe Rogan experience with George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell. They talk about these all these people that they're talking to that are sending <laughs> these, these videos <clears throat> that no one's ever seen that are completely still – they're working on getting them declassified, talking about whistleblowers. So shout out to Corbell wow. and George Knapp because they've been at the tip of the spear uh, as independent filmmakers, journalists, you know, as a team, they make a great team. And I was very skeptical of Jeremy Corbell because he's just such an amped up dude. You're like, is this guy like trying to get famous? Is he? No, he's just so passionate and he is just fueled up by getting this work done. I honestly believe if George Knapp has given you the kind of green light, because oh, George yeah. Knapp is in it for he the right play. reasons, right? Like George, George's been around a long time, broke yeah. Bob Lazar's mm -hmm. onto the scene. Like Skinwalker Ranch. Known, right? the Skinwalker like, Ranch. Story. But I'm saying he's not rolling around in like, you know, a, a Ferrari or something. Maybe he does. I don't think so. But I think George is still a pretty grounded guy. But like Jeremy partnering up with George and then getting the Bob uh, documentary they put on right. it. Like, so there's good. been a lot of groundwork to so kind of like good. bring the story back. Yep. Bring all this back to the surface. And now if you're what you're saying with <laughs> if if Grush is one of his guys and there's more I like it. I think they've been talking to Grush. Man, I hope so. Mm -hmm. I hope it's just a giant wrecking ball. Of let's, just steamrolling with let's disclosure. Let's steamroll it. Let's wreck it. Let's get that wrecking ball out. Tear yeah. it all down. Wreck it, Ralph. Tear all the walls down. Let's see. Like I said, we want to see the bodies. I just want to know if we're just in Plato's cave. Like, are we just in this fictitious <laughs> reality where we've been made to think that what's going on is real? And like, what's again, up like, is down. What's down is up. Yeah, we'll talk about. <laughs> we'll talk about it. What my statement was. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Jetpacks and yep. what have you. Yep. That was hilarious. That was so funny. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let, we can hit that next clip as well. I'd like to introduce our witnesses. Our That's first just... witness is Lieutenant Ryan Graves. Letting everybody know He's who's the here. Executive Director of Americans for Safe Aerospace. Lieutenant Graves is also a former U.S. Navy F-18 pilot with his own UAP experience. The next witness. David Grush is a former senior intelligence officer with the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and was a senior technical advisor for UAP issues. And final, finally, <clears throat> retired Navy Commander, da Commander David Fravor, squadron leader who worked as a naval aviator for 18 years. Mr. Fravor has his own UAP experience known as the TikTok event. I look forward to hearing from all three <laughs> of you today. <laughs> um, pursuant to committee rule, 
9G, the right, witnesses will please stand and we raise can, their right hand. We can kill that thing. Yeah, so they're just setting up. <clears throat> um, you know, we weren't really sure who was going to be. It makes sense that it's Graves, Fravor, and Grush. I, I didn't know about happening. Graves. I didn't know. <clears throat> I, I, there's a lot that happened, so I didn't catch yeah. how you, his came about. You've never seen Ryan, Ryan Graves' story? No? Oh, we should add more clips in then. It's okay. <laughs> That's but that's why I cut him out earlier because when you're is. like we already know these guys' story, I was like I don't really know all their stories. Well, we but. have some Ryan Graves <clears throat> stuff. Um, it's all good. The the juicy stuff where he he uh, basically describes the crap that they filmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. So we've got a pretty good setup of all of these Characters. whistleblowers mm-hmm. and testifiers. But the thing and is, is speakers. like Ryan Graves and and uh, and David Fravor didn't have any problems coming out with their story. They weren't pressured to keep quiet. You know, once it was basically never cla- – Fravor's case, it wasn't really even classified. So it just took a whole lot of effort to get the proper channels to actually get it out. But there was no one stonewalling him or Ryan Graves for that matter. Grush is the one that's been attacked relentlessly by these oppositions in the intelligence community and the military-industrial complex to shut his goddamn mouth Fravor and Ryan Graves haven't exp- – they even – they go through that. <clears throat> it's worth watching this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but they're like, hey, man, you need to talk to him about that because we haven't experienced these ridiculous things. Hmm. He talks about his wife. Uh, Grush does. But, you know, we'll get to some sure, of that stuff. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, let's hit the next one. <clears throat> I would like to say that the Tic Tac object we engaged in 2004 was far superior to anything that we had on time, have today, or are looking to develop in the next 10 years. If we in fact have programs that possess this technology and needs to have oversight from those people that the citizens of this great country elected in office to represent what is best for the United States and best for the citizens, I thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I know it's very difficult for all of you, all you've done in the past there you to go. try to illuminate this. That's just, uh, you know, that's a little bit of background on David Fravers. Fravers. Yeah, he's the Tic Tac UFO um, <clears throat> and uh, transmedium craft that they experienced and so forth. Um, this has been well documented. We're not spending a whole lot of time on Ryan Graves and, and especially David Fravor because, I mean, that guy's been talking. He's been out there on podcasts for three years. He's been on the circuit. He's been, he yeah. was on Concrete, I think. He was on Rogan. Oh, he yeah. was on uh, uh, He's made every the news channel that you can think of. News yeah. Nations had him on. Um, so you can go and check out his story. Uh, you know, there's a lot out there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well documented at this point. It's pretty open and in the public. It, it, right. Lots of video even. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we can hit that next one, Stoner. Thank you. For some questions, I'm going to start with Mr. Graves. Um, are your pilots, are pilots that you interact with as part of your organization, do you feel adequately trained and briefed on how to handle encounters with UAPs? No. <laughs> right now, uh, military witnesses to UAP have limited options for reporting UAP. Uh, but more more concerning is that commercial uh, aviation sector has not adapted to the lessons that the military has implemented. Um, the military and Department of Defense has stated that UAP represent uh, a critical aviation safety risk. Uh, we have not seen that that same um, that same language being used in the commercial markets. They are not acknowledging this risk. They're- okay, what steps do you think you have to be taken to improve a pilot's UAP reporting, be it military or commercial? Right now, we need a system where pilots can report without fear of losing their jobs. Boom. Uh, there is a fear that the stigma. That's it. 
Yeah. What do we need to do to improve it? Uh, you got to make it so people don't think they're going to get fired for saying they saw career. something. And also, the, a little bit later, they talk about the commercial pilots. Well, not just their things. job, their career. Yeah. And the commercial That's guys, it. you really feel bad for because at least the military is insulated a little bit. But if you work for, you know, the, the airlines, you're just a private citizen. You have no recourse. What are you going to do? You're going to go get some whistleblower protection? No, you're a private citizen. You're gone. You're just fired, dude. Guess what? Your pension, gone. Your benefits, gone. You're bad for business. You're spooking the customer. And, dude, they see so much stuff. They they will not talk about it. For years, these pilots have kept quiet because of, of fear of ridicule and losing their position, their job. So th- this, I really think the commercial airline pilots, we're going to get so much information from them. If that starts to happen. Right. Jesus. They're up in the sky all the time. That's so, wild. That's yeah, really hold wild. Hold on. We're going to stay tuned for that. I'd like to see it. Um, yeah, let's hit that next one. That's so funny, dude. Observations. Do you believe UAPs pose a potential threat to our national security? <laughs> yes. And here's why. The, the technology that we faced was far superior than anything that we had. And you could put that anywhere. If you, if you had one, you captured one, you reverse engineered it, you got it to work, you're talking something that can go into space, go someplace, drop down in a matter of seconds, do whatever it wants, and leave. And there's nothing we can do about it. Nothing. Okay. The other <laughs> I would also okay. like to add from a commercial aviation and military aviation perspective, we deal with uncertainty in our operating space as a matter of, uh, of our protection, professional actions. Identifying friend from foe is, is very important to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you can keep going, Kyle. I was just agreeing. So when we have unidentified targets and we continue to ignore those due to a stigma or a fear of what it could be, that's an opening that our adversaries can take advantage of. What, what, what uh, steps should be taken to better understand and respond to UAP encounters in the interest of national security? There needs to be a location where this information is centralized for processing, and there needs to be a two-way communication loop so the operators on the front end have a feedback and can, can get best practices on how to process information, what to do. Uh, and to ensure that they they their reporting is being listened to. Right okay. now, there is not a lot of back yeah. and forth. M- Mr. Grush, in your complaint to the intelligence community inspector, you inspector general, you claim that you believe information is being hidden. What kind of information do you think was hidden, and do you think it should remain hidden? Yes, I can speak to that very briefly in an unclassified manner. As you know, the preponderance of my complaint was classified to the intelligence communities. Uh, both uh, material acquisition and exploitation activity, um, also uh, baselining the UAPs but not sharing it with, you know, intelligence professionals that are actually doing step briefs to pilots, uh, that that kind of information. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very That's much. Good. Now we'll good go to Mr. One. Garcia. Thanks, <clears throat> also, I want to shout out Agenda Free TV. This is the live mm-hmm. stream that we just so happened to tune into. There was a lot of different groups and channels live streaming, but I thought... Um, they did a good uh, pre-coverage. The yeah. link is in the description. And then they do whole, a whole like two hours afterwards too. Um, but shout out to them. Thank you for covering that Agenda Free TV. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Any thoughts about that? I mean, some of these are just we're kind of setting the stage. We've covered some of this stuff. 
Um, but some of the reasons and rationale why they say what they're saying, yeah, it makes a lot of sense of like, why do we need to establish this? Or what would you say we need to establish this for? Well, if we can't report it, mm-hmm. how do people know what the hell they're seeing when they're flying up there? How do we know if we're seeing a friendly, a, safe, a foe? Yeah. It's an exploitation uh, avenue as well. Like one of the big things is like we assume that they're non-threatening if there are you. I'm not saying they are threatening. I'm just saying just to, we can't assume, assume, assume one way or the other. But like if you're being probed, penetrated, kind of like prodded, tested, like mm-hmm. and we're going, nope, not happening. It's just not happening. Yeah. Like no again, like when I see ants in my house, now they're in my house. When they're outside of my house, they they, they might be curious you're, about my house. Cool but now it. you're in my house and now I've got a problem you gotta with go. infestation of ants. Yeah. Like <laughs> I can't have that. Yeah. So I think that's one of those you gotta face reality. So I think maybe if anything, that's one of the biggest things we're doing if we can get to this point. And not that we didn't want to, but it's been again, like not really advertised, talked about, you get ostracized, criticized, ridiculed. Yeah. And it's happening to these guys. <clears throat> yeah. And it's still happening to them, even though they've got all the receipts and could yeah. show you and probably talk to you about it. So you're blue in the face, but people are like, yeah, I just don't believe them. Yeah. That's great. That's cool. Yeah. I don't say I fully believe them yet either. Like, yeah. And for Grush, this is like, need the, information. this is the fifth step almost in his process. Yeah. Over the last year and a half, originally Grush whistle blew to the committees within the intelligence, not Congress. He did this in a private meetings in these skiffs, which we'll explain what a skiff is. But he was basically had all these complaints laid out from all a couple different committees, from what I understand. So he is on record before this ever happened with various organizations within the intelligence community, the military, whatever you want to call it. Sure. And <clears throat> so those committee hearings are all classified. We're not going to hear any anything that Grush submitted as we go forward. You'll you'll actually see uh you'll hear Grush explain to certain questions that I can't talk about it here in public. I've already disclosed this to the committee, but we can get into a skiff and I can explain what that is. Uh exactly the details of yeah. of what you're asking, but, but so many questions. Need, you need access to those facilities. Oh. Like you have to have security to get into those facilities, yeah, those rooms. Those. Let's bring up the skiff, just yeah. that one note stoner, so I can. We, and it'll get brought up a, a couple times, but um, just so you know what the acronym means, right? Um, so a go. skiff is a sensitive compartmented information facility. It's in the United States military, national security, defense, and intelligence parlance is an enclosed area within a building that is used to process sensitive compartmented information types of classified information. So <clears throat> I saw one photo where uh, on Wikipedia where Donald Trump was in a skiff and they had one photo that was taken. But there's no electronics. You're not allowed to have your cell phone in there. It's it's soundproof. There's no recording devices in there, so you couldn't accidentally. It's a box. It's a big it's box. It's a tight box. Yeah. Where nothing's coming in or or out. being transmitted out. Yeah. And so you'll hear that uh, as we go along through here. Um, but yeah, I think we're ready for that next clip, Mr. Stoner. Discussion of UAPs. Uh, absolutely based on interviewing uh, over 40 witnesses over four years. And, and, and where? 
I know the exact locations, and, and those locations were provided to the Inspector General and some of which to the Intelligence Committees. I actually had the people with the firsthand knowledge um, provide a protected disclosure to the Inspector General. Thank you. And Mr. Chairman, I would just say that I think that these questions are important questions, and I look forward to uh, being involved in the process to get those answered. I know there'll be a lot of questions from other committee members, so I yield back. Thank you. We'll go yeah, to Mr. I think we're good on that. I think what he was saying, I think it got cut off a little bit from the point that we'd marked, but I think that was I missed the inter intro of the question, but he was asking Grush, how does he know all this? Yeah. Who told you this? Where is that? Where are these UFOs located? And that's what you're saying. Like, Grush is like, I can't just tell you. Yeah, not in front of like 16,000 people. But they do it live. over and over in this hearing, which they're yeah. like, can you tell us where the bot? Like, mm -hmm. no, but like, I can. What they're doing, though, even asking the questions is where they're getting it on the record. That's what you see, like, you see kind of like the evolution of the hearing where people, like, and again, they probably know better than I do. Maybe it's just I'm a late bloomer to it, but like, understanding, like, oh, you have to say it. It's almost like mm -hmm. the vampire can't come into your house without you inviting him in. Like you have to mm -hmm. invite him in your house, right? Like so he can't tell you about the alien bodies unless you say where they're alien bodies. Like mm -hmm. all they're doing is testifying back mm -hmm. to your questions. So like yeah. you gotta ask the right questions and pull the right questions out <clears> of them. <throat> and I thought that's why there were some really interesting ones that occurred they were throughout. Pretty it. good. I mean, yeah. I was surprised that they were going some hard. of these guys have been involved, but some of these folks in Congress have been in meetings, have had their oh, constituents yeah. Oh, yeah. and people reaching out to them. There's a great instance later on down the road where we'll have a clip of that where you have people reaching out to within their states going, hey, this happened. Right. What are you going to do about it? And they're like, Psh, I don't know. What, it's a ripple what, effect. What's happening here? I yeah. need to get more information. So <clears throat> it's cool to watch from state to state. And again, Put the politics aside, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat. I don't care about politics. I don't care. I this just want to know about the aliens and UFOs. This is the only bipartisan thing our government has done in the last six to eight years, dude. I was about to say Everybody six to eight agrees decades. that this is important and they have to work together. That blows my mind. There's actually working together. Aliens are bringing us together, bud. I'm telling you. You know, even if it's maybe fear, I mean, you know. Project Blue Book. But, hey, maybe. however it happens, you know, across the aisles, the, the people got to start communicating. Uh, we do, too. Uh, what did Daryl say? The, the most dangerous thing is to keep silent. A quote from Martin Luther King Jr. was, you know, that's the most dangerous thing is to not speak the truth and to stay silent mm -hmm. and not speak up if you're in a position of power. Yep. Um. But, uh, yeah, let's hit that next clip. Some of the behaviors that we saw in a working area, we would see these objects uh, being at 0, 0.0 Mach, that's zero airspeed, over certain pieces of the ground. So what that means, just like a river, if you throw a bobber in, it's going to float downstream. These objects were staying completely stationary in Category 4 hurricane winds. These same objects would then accelerate to supersonic speeds, 1.1, 1.2 Mach, uh, and they would do so in very erratic and, and quick behaviors that we don't, I don't have an explanation for. Okay. Have you spoken to um, commercial and military pilots um, that have seen these off of our East Coast? I have. Okay. Um, Mr. Fravor, I noticed that um, um, in the Tic Tac video, uh, it's Tic Tac like the candy, not Tic Tac like the uh, Chinese communist uh, App. That's correct. Yes, sir. I just want to make that because uh, my daughter uh, corrected me on that and called me a boomer. 
and say, hey, Boomer. And I said, no, baby, it's Tic Tac like the candy. You're going to have to just look it Got up. Got it. I just and, wanted, um, I wanted that now, to what, roll. He's, uh, he called me a Boomer. <laughs> you are a Boomer, Boomer. Oh man, maybe he's a little younger than a boomer, but whatever. Oh, dude, I had it. We got to have a little bit. But of was comedy. his daughter trying to say that she was trying to correct him? Dad, it's TikTok. She was saying it was TikTok, and he's yeah, like, no, he's like, no, 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 it's no, TikTok, yeah, UFO. But earlier he did say TikTok. No, he didn't. Or, or oh yeah, you're right. The it other, was, uh, the other Burchett. gentleman. Yeah, it wasn't Burchett. It was whoever the guy is that's running the the hearing. I can't remember his name. Gates. That's it. Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, that he said he said TikTok in the beginning. Not this, not Burchett, but yeah, I like how he used. He called himself a boomer. That was pretty cool. <laughs> boomer. I do like self-deprecating humor. <laughs> All right, let's hit that next one. Any retaliation or reprisals for any of your testimony or anything? Oh, here we go on these lines. Yeah, uh, I have to be careful what I say in detail because there is an open uh, whistleblower reprisal investigation on my behalf, and I don't want to compromise that investigation. But by providing anything that may uh, help provide somebody information. But it was very brutal and uh, very unfortunate, some of the tactics they used to um, hurt me both professionally and, and personally, to be quite frank. yeah, It's very unfortunate, as they say, when you're over the target, that's when they do the most fi- firing at you. Do you have any personal knowledge of people who have been harmed or injured in efforts to cover up or conceal these extraterrestrial technology? Yes, Personally, have you heard have anyone been murdered that you would th- that you know of or have heard of? I guess I have to be careful asking that question. I directed people with that knowledge to the appropriate authorities. Maybe in a um, if we could get it, get in a um, confidential area skiff, we could talk about that. But unfortunately, um, we were denied access to the skiff, right? And that's very unfortunate in this in this scenario. Um. All right, that's good on that one. Yeah, very common. This is not the first time that they bring up a totally different congressman, congresswoman, actually, talks about getting denied access to skiffs. Yeah, yeah. Multiple times as well. So this this is a common thing. So he's asking were people murdered. Dude, this is like— And he's like, I'd have to tell you about who the investigators of the lead— like, that means yes. They he didn't means say yes. yes. It means yes. But he we all know what that means. Said yes we with know his body means. language. Yeah. Oh my god. <clears throat> yeah, it gets it gets it gets better. As this story keeps going, Mike's hair just keeps going up a little further. Oh, I yeah, dude. Uh, it's like Tommy Boy. Just he's getting ah, more. <laughs> I'm getting worked up. All right, we can hit that next one. That's <laughs> uh, so funny. Uh, Common characteristics to the UAPs that have been cited by different pilots, and can you describe what the convergence of descriptions is? Certainly. Uh, we were primarily seeing dark gray or black cubes inside of a clear sphere. I'm sorry, dark gray or black cubes. Yes, inside yeah. of a clear sphere. Pause that for a second for me. Tips of the- <laughs> I put this one in there for you. Do you know why that makes me kind of freak out a little bit? Jessica. Yeah. The cryptid hunter mm-hmm. stuff. The whole the black like, cube. 
and right. Tripoli uh, Tinfoil Hat had a guy on that talked about uh, is it like the conspiracy of the Black Cube Society, the yeah. Black Cube of Saturn. Um, you know, you go to Mecca or one of the places of uh, Islam. I think faith. it's Mecca. It's that giant black cube that they yeah. all walk around and and praise. There's a meteorite in it, right? There's a lot of weird things with the black cubes already. Um, but yeah, Jessica from the Cryptid Hunters. I just talked about i forgot about that in the in the hearing itself Mm -hmm. and then i was like is that real like and then i'm thinking flight of the not flight of the navigator but uh the explorers Mm -hmm. the bubble they put around their ship and then they go to outer space like maybe that's you know we always wonder how do these things move how do they do this transmedium kind of movement how do they go at these speeds how do you not like turn to jelly liquefy inside first of all a cube is not aerodynamic no, at all. No. Like, why would the shape now the triangular crafts and the sp- and the the saucers? Tell that to all the designers the of the '60s cars. I mean, they were <laughs> blocks, you know, '50s and '60s. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's why if you take say even that coffee table in front of us, I mean, you put this bubble around it. And now that bubble mm-hmm. is a sphere. The the he said the translucent. Right. Orb around it, yeah. That is actually a very good design. That is very stable. Yep. It's very structurally sound, and it's also... But maybe the cube is just the machine to create that temporal bubble around it. Like I the think it's just the is, transport. Is the Yeah, it holds the people, but it's It'd also... It'd be like right now, if we could put a big bubble around Brozone and just transport <laughs> all of Brozone around... We just take this whole rectangle. We're coming to your town. We just a take town near you. We just take this whole rectangle <laughs> and put a big <laughs> bubble around it. Yeah, and it will take off in the bro zone. <laughs> the spaceship interdimensional bro zone. bro zone. That's what I think is going ET on. Knows all about. That. I think oh, there's Sess in the city on the missing four one one. The UFO one of the hundred talked about this. Yeah. translucent cube. Really? Yeah. Was that in that too? That's the new UFO one you haven't seen yet. Shit. I bought it on Amazon for you guys. Shit. Yeah, you gotta watch that, bro. I need to watch that. Yeah, that you're right, Sess in the City. Uh, that was a very, very interesting part of that documentary. I didn't even think about that. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, and Necro's talking about a drone on the dark side of the moon from China that discovered a black cube-looking structure months ago, mm-hmm. but was so far away and out of it, nothing ever. Could. The yeah. dark side of the moon's got some stuff going on. Yeah, yep. it's got some. From what they say, from when apparently Whoa. we went there, what's up? Hey, Tim, what's going on? Tim, the Bigfoot Bigfoot influencer, is in the house. What's happening, dude? Uh, Lots of UAP talk. Yeah. yeah. Tease him. Um, yeah, I think we can roll that next one. Next clip. Let's see what we get here. Oh. On the 19th of April, Dr. Kirkpatrick, head of Arrow, had said that he did not find any evidence of UAPs. You also stated that you had, um, in your interview, that you had briefed him on information that you were uncovering but that he did not follow up with you. Were the items that you divulged to him pertinent to national security? Yes. Uh, him and I had a classified conversation in April 2022 before he took over Arrow in uh, July two, uh, 2022, and I provided him some concerns I had. Do you know why he might not have followed up with you? <laughs> I, I'm, I, unfortunately, I cannot read his mind. Um, I wish he did. Uh, I, was ha- I was happy to give sage counsel to him on uh, where to look when he took the, the helm of arrow. Okay, and then my last question for you before I move to Mr. Graves is um, you received prior approval from the Defense Department to speak on certain issues, correct? 
Correct, through uh, DOPSER, DOD Pre-Publication and Security Review. And I uh, just want to remind uh, the public, uh, they're just looking from a security perspective. Uh, these are my own personal views and opinions, uh, not the department's. Okay, I'm, I'm asking that, though, mainly because I think that there are many people that would like to discredit you. So mm -hmm. it does bring a certain amount of credibility to your testimony. Uh, I'm required by law to do that as a former intelligence officer or I go to jail for revealing well, classified information. Yeah, we don't want you to yeah. go to jail. Grush is by <laughs> um, the my book. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. Grush is by the book. He's done everything right. It really reminds me of uh, the path that uh, Edward Snowden took besides f just moving completely to Russia. Thing. But the, he was very calculated in the way he came out with his information with Glenn Greenwald. Grush is taking all the proper steps to make sure he doesn't bone himself. Yeah, you kind of want to be careful if you're putting He's your neck out dude. on the you know chopping block. He's a smart guy. He's not. He doesn't come off like an idiot. Tombs, backyard much. TV, welcome. Good day, good day. Yes, we are bum fuzzled as well. <laughs> backyard TV. <laughs> I like that. That's a great word. Bum fuzzled. We need to get a bum fuzzled T-shirt made made up for the merch portal. We'll split it with you. Backyard TV. Uh, all right, Kyle, we can hit that next one. With the FAA, to your understanding, pilots that are seeing this, commercial airline pilots, are they receiving um, cease and desist letters from corporations for coming forward with information in regards to safety for potential air, airline passengers? I have been made privy to uh, conversations with commercial uh, aviators who have received cease and desist orders. So the American public should know that corporations are putting their own reputations on the basic, not the line, but ahead of the safety of the American people. And I think, would you agree with that statement? It appears so. Okay. Um, and I guess this would be my f last, oh, I'm out of time. I yield. Yeah. That, I'll be back. Yeah, that one's. Oh my God. How bad of a feeling is that? Mm -hmm. It's it's bad enough when you're like trying to fit it all into like a voicemail of like, I just need to tell She's you like, this. Da, 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 da. I just want to ask you one more question. <laughs> oh, I'm out of time. God, that would suck. Hey, that UFO chick. What's I was about to say, real Pretty quick, good. thanks for stopping out. I yeah. don't know if I've ever seen her pop in before. Well, I hit welcome. her up on Twitter sometimes. She's very sharp on the uh, UFO community. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. I we think need she's more... across the pond, too, so it's a weird time zone right now. Well, we, we should have you on the show, that UFO chick, if you're open open to it. You've with all that's going on right now, stuff. yeah. yeah. Like, help blow our minds with all of the uh, UFO topics that are going on. It's hard to keep up with. I feel like... One of the things that's really interesting, too, again, is, like, they tried to get to him. They tried to talk to him before Grush, specifically. Mm -hmm. They tried to get to him, talk to him. They wouldn't clear him for a skiff for having that contact with him prior to, like, Luna and, um, I think, Burchett. So when they're in this, here, they're, like, they're, they're asking him the questions. They probably wanted to ask if they could have gotten into that pre-interview, that right. pre-debrief. You know, so I don't think they're thinking well, about it sometimes when he's like, I really can't. But now the pressure's on to allow them into the skiff before they're all getting denied. Yeah. You put everybody on blast. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, hey, yeah. But Welcome. They're doing it, Come on into the skiff. But they're doing it on record, Let's have too, a chat. to like have That's that right. into yep. the, the actual you right. know dialogue and like, nope, we can go back and this is actually in the congressional record. Right. That's great. That's great. Yeah, it's wild stuff. What else we got? Let's keep category chugging. four. You know, hurricane wind standing still. Like no problem. Mock zero. Yeah, we've got What's that. We got stuff that can do that. I'm sure. As a result of your previous government work, have you met with people with direct knowledge or have direct knowledge yourself of non-human origin craft? Yes, I personally interviewed those individuals. 
<clears throat> Mr. Grush, as a result of your previous government work, have you met with people with direct knowledge or have direct knowledge yourself about ATs, advanced technologies that the U.S. government has? Uh, based on uh, conventional uh, advanced tech, I was briefed to uh, the preponderance of the defense departments, both space and aerospace compartmented programs, yeah. Do you have knowledge or do you have reason to believe that there are programs in the advanced tech space that are unsanctioned? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, okay. boy. And, mm -hmm. and when you say that they're above congressional oversight, what do you mean? Uh, complicated question. Uh, so there's, you know, some, I would call it abuse here. So congressional oversight of conventional spe special access programs, and so I'll use Title 10, so DOD as an example, right? So 10 U.S. Code Section 119 discusses congressional oversight of SAPs, discusses uh, the, the DEPSECDEF's ability to waive Congressional reporting. However, the gang of eight is at least supposed to be notified if a you know a waived or waived bigoted unacknowledged SAP is uh, created, and that's public law. Well, so that how does I mean I don't want to cut you off, but yeah. how does a program like that get funded? <laughs> I will give you generalities. I can get very specific in a closed session. Can we just pause uh, that real quick? Can we pause? This appropriation is of funds? the most damning shit. But in all my a lot of my clip the sections that I chose, I remember watching are about these things. Where did the money go? Where does it come from? How Black budgets. We, but and that's now, the interesting part, okay? That's the stuff we've known or we've these, heard talk about for Pentagon years and years and years. The Pentagon lost billions this year. We don't know where but then nobody a billion cares dollars about. went. But nobody cares. It's no. the government and trillions. It's all it's funny. It's our money. But again, it's, it's our taxpayer money. But here's the thing about it. It's People funny look at numbers. It as it's the government's money. But, no, it's your money. It's, it's our money. But it but it is fictitious numbers to you and I. They print it. We don't know the what Federal a billion Reserve dollars is. I don't know Bing. what a trillion dollars are, right? Like it's just it's a ton of numbers. But what I'm saying is that's that's how you can a nobody believes in UFOs in the first place. So you know you're all crazy. B, it's the defense. We need to defend our country. We can't tell you what we're doing with it. If you knew that, then we could we could be at uh, uh, we'd be at compromise because then our enemies might know it. So you can't know what we're doing. Right. It's this black box. Pour this money in here. Yeah. How does it get funded? How difficult is it? Well. <laughs> how difficult is it to to just how hard has it been to really keep this a secret? Not very hard. Intimidation, ruin careers. It's the same playbook they wipe been using. people off the history I mean, books. You know who they used? Who actually really invented the modern day intimidation and ruining your career was the Bromfman family, the liquor barons. No, oh. the basically the they were Canadian mafia essentially. Like they made so much money during Prohibition that basically they were they taught Hoover how to set people up. They taught Hoover how to have a guy take a prostitute, meet him in a hotel room. They film the whole thing. Do the some Epstein Saul Goodman. Shit. Like Epstein's connected with the Bronfman <laughs> well, family. Epstein, and, yeah. You know, the, one of the Bronfman, two of the Bronfman family members were in Nexium and were funding Nexium. So this has been going on for so long, discrediting people through the media, the mainstream media. Yeah. You're getting all these, it's a script they read off of. You know, they'll, the, now Grush, he's, Still getting, I'm sure, tons and tons of threats. 
maybe not as much as he was up until this point. Maybe, maybe, but maybe that's why it's this on public seems record. like even more monumental to me, right? So it's it's a leading indicator. Like if we can get the UFO topic to start getting traction, and what I mean is, I wholeheartedly believe there's been a cover up effort forever, as long as we know. Yes, there's weird stuff going. We're just not good at admitting it, you know. And, yeah. and there's a reason why it's there's a big cr- game. Collateral damage, a lot a of lot collateral damage. They can't admit it. But if we can start to admit this, and, and we've been talking about a lot lately in the area of psychedelics, that's starting to get into the movement. Oh, and yeah. if we can, it just seems like the whole, like the whole swing of the entire world. It's a paradigm shift right now. Everything is going to this other version where I was like, I never thought I'd hear people talk about UFOs. I never thought I would see psychedelics being used as therapeutics right. now. I never thought I would... Yeah. It's wild. Watershed. It's buddy. really wild. Yeah. And it's just, it's not stopping. So like every time I think I'm okay with it and I'm like dealing with like, wow, we might be talking about UFOs. Like, oh, that's crazy. Dude. Then the next thing happens. There's grandmothers at home curling up with their Afghan. Jesus. Watching UFO congressional hearings. Rooting like the Truman Show. You know, probably people that have fought with their family members about existence of UFOs and have argued at Christmas. There's a lot of I told you so moments going on right now. And I I really have tried not to be that guy. I don't don't like being that guy. Um, But there's a few folks that I could definitely would love to have that moment with them. But, you know, You'd just like them to know, or you just want to be acknowledged. Yeah, it doesn't. Bother. If I'm wrong, I'd love to tell you I'm wrong. Yeah. That's great. That's fine by me. I'm I'm okay being wrong. I know I'm going to be wrong. Everybody's going to be wrong. I've if you don't think you're wrong, you're the problem. Hey, we're all going to be wrong. UFOs more than Sasquatch, yeah. more than cryptids. It's always to me. I've always been a pretty firm believer, just from everything I've learned over when I was a kid. Even I don't think there was ever a know, point where I didn't consider UFOs to be real. No, ever. No. In my life. No. I used to Ever. read about all of the different, um, you know, the back in the 90s when there was all the abductions and mm-hmm. the crop circles and cattle mutilations. And you hear all those stories and it's like maybe those were government run. Maybe they weren't. Maybe it was, you know, there's Who knows? talk about the grays actually being, you know, these partnership like this uh, like half drone. engineered drones where, yeah. you know. When they get hurt, what was the, there's like I will leave that biological story. skin on the outside, we'll leave but there's robots on the inside. I was about to say I went almost like getting into an <laughs> anecdote of a story. I almost started going down it. We we're going leave off that. the leave that. Nancy Holla. What's Jeez, up? Um, what's up, friend? Um, yeah, let's that. hit that left clip. Uh, that next clip, we're taking Man. a long turn. In your sworn <laughs> testimony, you state that the United States government has retrieved supposedly extra terrestrial spacecraft and other UAP related artifacts. You go so far as to state that the U.S. is in possession of, quote, non-human spacecraft, end quote, and that some of these artifacts have circulated with defense contractors. Several other former military and intelligence officials have come forward with similar allegations, albeit in non-public settings. However, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, the director of AARO, previously testified before Congress that there has been, and I quote, no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity or of, quote, off-world technology 
brought to the attention of the office. To your knowledge, that. is that statement correct? It's not accurate. I believe Dr. Kirkpatrick um, mentioned he had about 30 individuals that have come to Arrow thus far. A few of those individuals have also come to Arrow that I also interviewed. Okay. And I know what they provided Dr. Kirkpatrick and, and their team. Okay. I was able to evaluate okay, that I, information. I need to go on. Sure. But um, my understanding that this... His statement is accurate, uh, came from a direct quote, and this contradiction is a perfect example of why we need to inject transparency into our government. And for another example, look no further than the pitiful response to the Chinese spy balloon debacle earlier this year. You may remember the mass confusion that ensued when the balloon was first spotted over Montana, four days after it first entered U.S. airspace over Alaska. The Biden administration's initial inability to address the object grew into a continuous series of embarrassments. After news of the balloon reached the mainstream media, we were assured that the balloon posed no threat to our security. However, after the balloon was allowed to transit the entire continental United States, fighter jets were scrambled off the coast of South Carolina to shoot it down. This flip-flopping and obfuscation caused needless confusion, yep. fear, and panic across the country. It's my hope, Mr. Chairman, that this sort of confusion will not be repeated. We should investigate the extent to which elements of our government possess or do not possess information that is of critical value to the American people. We owe it to the citizens of this nation to make sure that our government is transparent That's good. and accountable. Thanks, Stoner. Ms. Fox, we salute you. She's just like, hey, I don't care. <laughs> this is what needs to happen. This is where we got to go. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But, yeah, we need uh, to... These can these Congress pe folks are very fired up, like they want their time in the sun. They've been left in the dark, dude. They've been pushed away. Oh, we're not allowed to see these classified documents. We're not allowed in the skiffs. Well, it's time for us to know what's going on. And a lot of it's political banter, and of course, you got to be theatrical. You know, the, the elections are coming up. So, are, are some of these what we talked about? Marco Rubio, what's his real intentions? Is there an angle? It's political. Yeah. Is it, hey, we're going to get all these weirdo UFO people to come out and vote for Marco Rubio, you know, this fall or whatever? Right. <laughs> like, not this weirdo UFO guy, but. <laughs> I mean, to the I'm reading the last comment from the UFO chick about it being an embarrassment and the whole you know the UFO the the balloons and huge here's the thing what the what, what the hell were all of them around the Super Bowl? No, but what were they? Well, one, Maybe of one them, was a balloon the one and then Lake one's Euron this and one's that. We don't legit. even know what they all were. The one off Lake Huron was a uh, an octagon. What I'm saying, it wasn't just that a, balloon. a balloon. That, that was not a balloon. So we had these balloons and then it was like. Is that just a nice, like, we need to leave that balloon up because there's actual was, UFOs up there? That and was like, part of the disinformation campaign. 
that we call muddied the water. We call this yeah. is some disinformation campaign. You can go back to Strange Happenings. We talked about this. With the it's like, oh, it's cool. They're like saying the word UAP on TV, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah, they're calling them UAPs, but a weather balloon's a UAP and alien craft. Well, the AARO guy says yeah. there are no alien crafts, that these UAPs aren't extraterrestrial. That's what they just said before. And and so it's muddying these sightings with it's layering. Oh, you're talking bullshit. about Kirk, you're talking about Kirkpatrick. Yeah, they're layering oh. bullshit upon bullshit. That's like and and layering truth with bullshit. But you've got all these institutions. It's a, it's a sleight of hand trick. You've got all these institutions and organizations that have said for a long time, like you got SETI, NASA. What SETI the, found? Jack shit. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, I don't think they found any like. <laughs> Again, like they did find a I don't really crucial frequency. I don't want to be crucial of them because I had hope and I still have hope that all those organizations were started for the right reasons, for to find, you know, no. extraterrestrial life. I'm was just saying founded to be an arm of disinformation. I'm not saying AERO. I'm saying like SETI. I'm yeah, saying like all yeah. these other groups, NASA, whatever, that are well, like, SETI's NASA's private. like, we, we don't know that there's any UFOs or aliens. Bullshit. Gary McKinnon was in there. He found all the files. Right. You guys airbrushed him out of there. They you digitized hacked. him. Mm-hmm. He found him. So what I'm saying is, I think at this point, any organization or forward-facing group that has been to the public of like, well, we don't see any UFOs or aliens from, you know, uh, um, AARO or from Kirkpatrick or from SETI or from if they're like in on it on the take and they've got to like toe the line of like, hey, you guys, we can't talk about this yet. Now, if the whistle's blowing and like it's literally the ground is pulling out from underneath them. Now you got all these groups where it's like maybe they really are just going to have to turn around and be like, yep, we've been just bullshitting you for all this time. We had to lie to you. Yeah, we admit we're filthy liars. I can't I can't believe that we're just getting at this point of discovery. It's it still hasn't hit me. It's it really has. I don't think it's hit 90% of America that well, this they're is letting it happen in waves real. too. They're letting it happen in waves because if they really just said right now, yep, it's real. Hey, let's welcome them. Yeah. And they're here. Let's just let them start coming out and being open about it. Right. Exactly. Like I said, I don't think that's far off. Absolutely. But you can't do that to most people and just say, here's the whole matzo ball at once. Yep. Like you got to boil the frog slowly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hey, Burton's in here. Burton, oh, hello. What's up, buddy? Everybody go check out Burton from Local Legends, YouTube channel, podcast. And also, if you're not already following Necromechanimal, go check out check all the out. dope art he does for tons of podcasts. Uh, and, and his own unique art that he's he's doing is fantastic. I mean, the guy's pro- prolific. What does he do, like five, six posts a day sometimes? Necro? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's unreal. I can't keep he up. He does a lot. I try to, heart every, I try to like everything. <laughs> It's hard, uh, but go check those guys out. Welcome, fellas. Um, Welcome to the chat. Yeah, and that UFO chick, follow follow her. Bub says she's a great follow on on, on Twitter. She's great. Um, she's and great. If you got anything else, uh, that UFO chick. If if there's any any other channels you have that you pop that in the chat. Yeah, absolutely. Check that out. Absolutely. Um, but let's pull up that next one here. Hit, let's keep this moving. Keep the shots coming. Can you give me the names and titles of the people with direct firsthand knowledge uh, and access to some of this crash retrieval, some of these crash retrieval programs, and maybe which facilities, military bases uh, that would the recovered material would be in? 
And I know a lot of Congress talked about we're going to go to Area 51 and, you know, and there's nothing there anymore anyway. It's just, you know, and, and we move like a glacier. And as soon as we announce it, I'm sure the moving vans would pull up. But please. Jeez. Uh, I can't discuss that publicly, but I did provide that information both to the Intel committees and the Inspector General. And we could get that in the skiff if we were allowed to get in a skiff with you. Would that skiff. be probably what you would think? Sure, if you had the appropriate yeah. accesses, yeah. Uh, what special access programs cover this information, and how is it possible that they have evaded oversight for so long? Uh, I do know the names. Once again, I can't discuss that publicly and, and how they've evaded oversight. I, In a close setting, I can tell you the specific tradecraft use. All right. When do, when do you think those programs began and who authorized them? I do know a lot of that information, but that's something I can't discuss publicly. because All right. If any of y'all want to jump in on any of this, you're more than welcome to. Um, what level of security clearance is required to fully access these programs? Well, anybody who has... Uh, and, I, and I say that because myself, um, Representative Gates and Representative Luna were mm -hmm. basically turned away at one point mm -hmm. at Eglin. So please go right ahead. Uh, certainly a difference between member access and, say, somebody like me, but anybody who has a you know, TSSCI clearance and meets the eligibility criteria... The access adjudicative authority should be able to grant you access. So, yeah. uh, Ms. Burchard, if you'll yield. So just to be put a fine point on that, there's nothing that you're aware of that's above special access program classification. It, it's a misnomer that there's anything actually above top secret. Executive right, Order 13.526 delineates the classification levels. Right. And, but I, I, I draw a point on that because that. we can have access to, mm -hmm. to those programs. And so the notion that we're not being given that access sort of defies our typical muscle memory here in Congress. Thank you, Mr. Burchard. I'll yield back to you. Thank you, Mr. Gates. Um, along those lines, yeah. Title 10, you might not know this or Let's not, but pause Title 10 and Title Stone. 50 authors. Um, <clears throat> so are there levels above top secret? This has been one of the burning questions in the Reddit world, in the UFO conspiracy I'm more confused world, now than ever. Because, you know, if you want to look into, like, above majestic, that's a, a, a term that people – the majestic 12, these are the programs that are above top secret. So you hear these conspiracies about the majestic 12, and that's like the real UFO programs that are going on that are these black op where all these billions are getting funneled into probably – it, but is that secret secret clearance? It's like a specific UFO extraterrestrial. It's men in black shit. That's what I'm saying. Above Look, there's, there's no, like, clearance you can get. It's not on the books. That's what I'm saying. Like, so when yeah. they're asking Grush, is there a level not above this? Or, well, off the books. Off is. the record. Yeah. Who knows what kind of programs there are. There has to be something above top secret. I mean, there's stuff that Grush doesn't know about, dude. There's stuff that's so – I mean, you can – he's like at the tip of the spear, but there's shit. There's levels to this stuff. You think he knows about the deep underground bases? That All those things are a part of these above-top-secret programs, supposedly, allegedly. Will that stuff ever come out? Probably not. I just feel like uh, – okay, okay. How do I put this? As much as things feel like they're being revealed, it still feels like it's moving away further like I'll never understand. Mm -hmm. As much as we get more information, like what you're saying is like, there's probably is and it's off. The more information it's like, you get, the, the more, more you realize you like don't know. shifting and changing point of view to where I'm like, yeah. I thought it was just like get aliens, but then it might be beyond that until like, what is, who's, 
how does all this get directed? Like, how how's it all getting set up? Like, and who the hell is setting up They're all these? They're winging it. They're winging it right here. You're watching our government just fucking wing it. They're just winging it. They really don't know what They're to do. They're winging it, but I'm saying the people yeah, that are doing Rush is kind of winging uh, it. This has never been done. There's no roadmap for this shit. I get that. That I get on that point. I'm saying the planners. The people that are doing the programs, the black, yeah, yeah. Where does all that come from? Where is all that esoteric Bohemian Grove type shit come from? Like, where? How? How? Like, do you want a, another hour episode? How does it? Like, <laughs> I'm just blown. Like, my mind is blown more on that thought. I mean, it's easy. It's easier than you think to compartmentalize these programs. I'll say that. That's a fair point. Uh, it's through like Skull and Bones, through Yale. It's the Bohemian Grove. It's the Bilderberg Group. These are behind closed doors meetings that happen. This shit's real. You know, uh, Davos and and the sure. you know the Trilateral Commission, the, the Council on Foreign Relation. These groups are unelected officials. That literally have pa- – they can go anywhere in the world and do business anywhere in the world. And, and the, these bankers can go anywhere and start anything they want. Yeah. They can fund anything. This is to, outside the realm of the U.S. government. To that point, like she said that too as well, the UFO chick. The, so it's 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 put into private industry and yes. siphoned off money so that it's free from exactly. FOIA, right? So it is the whole thing. The like, banking well, if we cartels. keep it in government, then this can get found out some way. So if we can offload this to you – uh, Raytheon or Lockheed or whoever will give you this and we'll funnel this money, then nobody will know about it. Like, we can right. kind of keep this off the books, but if it's in our back pocket, it's we're going to have government. to talk about it. Like right. she said, it's not the government. The, what Grush is talking about is in the government, there's nothing yeah. above top secret, but there's all these other programs that are really, it's the deep state. Yeah, you want to talk about, well, the deep state, that's a QAnon conspiracy. The deep state term has been along well before QAnon, guys. Yeah. That a lot of these terms, they use Q and all that shit to just basically to, you know, uh, make people look like they're wacko conspiracy theorists. And the they throw with these terms around. a conspiracy theorist? It's the same it with why with, I think Kennedy. now we call them UAPs instead of UFOs. Mm-hmm. If we're really going to acknowledge them right now, nobody wants to go forward and call them UFOs. They're not calling yeah. them UFOs in all the hearings. They're calling them UAPs. And we translate that to mean UFOs. Right? Everybody does that. I have to still do that. Like a UAP, what does it mean? Oh, that's a UFO. But we know it as a UFO. We just don't want to use that slant because we were using that slant against people for years to say they were kooks and they saw a flying saucer. Oh, you really saw it? It's the government. So it's, it's the official government term for It's UFO. giving legitimacy back yes, to it. it yeah. is. Yeah. And it's saying we can talk about it now. And it's an okay term, but it wasn't for decades yeah. and decades before. You were all just crazy people. and Right. It, it's. I guess we should be happy. But it's one of those things that you fight against it for so long, and then when you feel the ground shift, it still makes you feel, like, uneasy about it. You're like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Like, I should be happy, I guess, they're saying UAPs, and at least they're talking about it. But it irritates me that they have to first slander people and ruin their lives over, oh, you're a conspiracy theory. Like, 
It's a way no, to discredit. No, man, I just yeah, I'll, the deep I'll, state. I'll trust oh, you're, the science, but you I want to run the scientific experiment. You're Trumper. running to trust it. Yeah, I want to do the same scientific experiment. If I can do that, I'll trust your science. The deep state is real. Yes. If you want, that's a horrible term. That term's been ruined. Let's rebrand that <laughs> because uh, let's let's rebrand it to the bullshit. There are, there are a lot of people stuff. that want to screw you over for the rest of your life, and we don't want to get screwed over our whole lives, and so we want jetpacks and free energy and UFOs and. We don't want the deep jetpacks like, and UFOs for all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I said that to Mike. I was like earlier, I was like, is that what's going to happen if all this disclosure really comes out? Like it's just jetpacks and UFOs for everybody. And he was like, no. Well, like we, it, I think we talked about this with Daryl, our guest. It's, it's, who knows when that's going to come out. But Daryl talked about people don't understand that the, the free energy thing, like if there is this technology where you, you don't have this jet propulsion, you don't need jet fuel or gasoline to move something, that you have this technology that doesn't need fossil fuels. Guess what? You start putting that on ships. You start putting those on on uh, semis, taking goods. The lifeblood of capitalistic society in the world is petroleum. Oil, yeah. Oil is what makes – it's literally the blood that pumps through and makes all the money. It makes all the commerce. Yep. Without oil – and the dollar is attached to the oil. The dollar is – they call it – it's called the petrodollar petro yeah. because it's the world reserve currency. Yep. So if you want to buy oil from Saudi Arabia, you have to buy it in dollars. You have to use our currency. Guess who's getting away from that? Russia. Everybody. China. India. Guess who was trying to get away from it? R Iraq. Syria. Lebanon. <laughs> uh, uh, Egypt. Yep. Basically, all the dictators that we took out. Yeah. They were all trying to get off the IMF and the world banking system. This fiat currency bullshit based on oil, based on the world reserve currency. So, like Daryl was it's talking about, dawn. you start, if you have that technology, guess what? All of that goes away. Now you could become who you're supposed to become. You could get on a path. You don't have to get in the rat race every single day. That system is gone. That'd be nice. It literally would change the world completely from top to bottom. Everybody could, you know, focus on what it is that we're meant to actually do in this life. Not sit in a cubicle and, you know, nothing against anybody that does any of that kind of work, but... Yeah, but we all know the person that has the actual job from office space that they hate and they just want to tear down the walls of their cubicle and right. not show up to work. Like, you being a nurse, like a lot of this... Didn't want to do it anymore. Medical technology. Did not want to do it anymore. You have this kind of technology. Yeah. Think about medical technology oh, that would come out of all, all this. all kinds of diseases, I'm sure. Well, they know the vibrational frequency technology that they have that cures cancer. That's, you know, they yeah. have that type of – once you start reverse engineering this stuff, it just opens up. Yeah. Necro's on it. Central – or CBDC, you know, central back to Don't get currency. me started about on that shit. Did you see this new WorldCoin thing? I know it's not part of the strange happenings, but have you seen that WorldCoin that's launching? Yeah. You just walk up and I don't know if you get free money from it. I don't, I don't know. Anything that's free, any any service or product that's free, you're the – you're the product. You're the product. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Any application 100%. used for free, you are the product. Big data wants you. Anyways, do we have more from the hearing? Well, we that cover? that's an eight-minute piece, so we can oh. we can just roll do through. Jump it, back it's in a, or we're the, the last next few one? here are. Let's go for it. Let's keep hear. going. Yeah, let's yeah. let's keep going. At one point, you had said that there 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 has been harmful activity or aggressive activity. Has any of the activity um, been aggressive? Been um, hostile? In your reports, 
I know of multiple colleagues of mine that got physically injured, and uh, the activity. And I got to by by UAPs or by by people within the the federal government. Both. Okay, yeah. so yeah. there has been activity by by alien wow. or non non human technology and or beings that has caused harm to humans. Uh, I can't get into the specifics in a, an open environment, but at least the activity that I personally witnessed, and I have to be very careful here because uh, you don't, you know, they tell you never to acknowledge tradecraft, right? So what I personally witnessed myself and my wife was very disturbing. Tears voice change. Okay. Um, one of my constituents actually sent this next question, and I figured I'd ask it since I had the same thought. You've said that the U.S. has intact spacecraft. You said that the government has alien bodies or alien species. Have you seen, have you, have you seen the spacecraft? I have to be careful to describe what I've seen uh, firsthand and not in this environment, but I, I could answer that question behind, behind closed doors. Yeah. And have you seen any of the bodies? That's something I've, I've not uh, witnessed myself. Okay. And so with that being said, you know, and the other, other statement that has been made that was intriguing to me because, and it's intriguing because my, my view has been that we are billions of light years away from any, any other system. And the concept that an alien species that's technologically advanced enough to travel billions of light years gets here and somehow time. is incompetent enough to not survive Earth or crashes is, is something that I find a little bit far-fetched. And with that being said, you have mentioned that there's interdimensional p potential. Could you expound on that? Oh, yeah, to answer your first question, and, you know, I'm here as a fact witness and expert, but I, I will give you a, a theoretical framework, at least to work off, to kind of espouse uh, crashes, uh, regardless of, uh, you know, your level of sentience, right? You know, planes crash, cars crash, and number of sorties, what, however high, a small percentage are going to end in, you know, mission failure, if you will, as we say in the, in the Air Force. Uh, and then in terms of uh, multidimensionality, that kind of thing, the, the framework... Uh, that I'm familiar with, for example, is something called the holographic principle. Uh, both uh, it's, it derives itself from general relativity and uh, quantum mechanics. And that is, if you want to imagine uh, a 3D object such as yourself casting a shadow onto a 2D surface, uh, that's the holographic principle. So you can be projected, quasi-projected from higher dimensional space to lower dimensional. It's a scientific trope that you can actually cross Literally, as far as I understand, but there's probably guys of PhDs that we could probably but, argue about that. But you have yeah. not seen any documentation that that's what's occurring. Uh, only a theoretical framework discussion. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. I think Occam's that, razor. I think that's it. I think that was it. Yeah, my, that's the the part that I wanted. Dude, who did we just talk about this with? We're in three dimensions. I think we're, was it? There's two dimensional, like, let's say we're living in this 3D space. We can affect 2D space was in a certain Zeus? ways. I, I don't remember. Gosh. I told you we've been having a lot of conversations we've, we've that have been like, this they've is been weird. like orbiting around the this same topic somehow. Yeah, yeah. And so we were talking about higher dimensional mm -hmm. beings. Was it Tobias? Yeah. No, it was. It was. It was Tobias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
It's about the Mothman and all that, and we were talking yes. about like super dimensions and, yes. and super spectrum. And, and he how had are a these... great breakdown, guys. Uh, we'll 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 kind of remind everybody when that episode comes out. But th- what Grush just said is what Tobias kind of explained to us yeah. with these higher dimensional beings and how they come into our dimension. Just as we can manipulate 2D space yeah. and we can affect them without us, without that two, two-dimensional being or really understanding, like they can't even really see us because we're in just that different plane. Yeah. But you can pop in and out of these. Well, he also said it's like these we, we really can't do anything about it. Right. The dimension we're coming from. They are coming from that next dimension, so they yeah. are the the three dimensional being looking at the shadow. If you're, he used it as like if you were like this amoeba or something on the ground, where like you were this two dimensional creature that you could look up, but like you can't perceive three dimensions, but can't you could see around. right. So literally, like we could just pop in and out of its existence from time to time, yeah. and it wouldn't even know how we were doing it, right. But we're always there. We're always there. We just don't inhabit their dimensions, right. But they're coming that they can in be aware and out. That's yeah. why you see these things just blip out. Yeah. They just disappear. And, you know, the secrets of Skinwalker Ranch, some people think that shows a total setup. It's, it's a plan. It's not real. But Brandon Fogel, you've been following him on uh, Twitter quite a bit. He seems like a legit dude. I follow seems him like on Twitter, a, yeah. Seems like, a, you know, I've heard interviews with Brandon Fogel, and he said the one thing I, I really wanted to make sure that this was not going to be some kind of scripted bullshit show. Yeah. And I wasn't going to work with History Channel if that's what they had in mind. Love to get but out the there. last season of Skinwalker Ranch is pretty freaking wild. I Guess haven't seen it. There's a roundtable meeting at Brandon Fogel's uh, corporate headquarters at the end. Guess who's sitting at the table? Old George Knapp. God damn, George. His George was at the you head of the spear. You gotta love George. Bro, he's my spirit bro. George has a look about him like he is battle-tested, <laughs> ready to go, doesn't matter. Doesn't play games. Doesn't matter what's going on. He's ready to go. Yeah. He just has that stone-cold look ahead of like, I'm but, ready. But basically, they're proving you know, what I think. They are proving the existence of portals on what they're documenting out at Skin, Skinwalker Ranch. Like, scientifically, they have data that there's this giant portal above this triangular area, above the ranch in this specific area. And then there's a, an ancient spiral site that who knows how old, made by these boulders. Yeah. And these spirals are all over the place. Yeah. And this Native American elder, this Navajo, is basically saying, like, hey, this is to push the energy away from the, the cursed land over here. Mm. The cursed land... Maybe a curse in ancient times was really just technology that they didn't understand. Maybe there was some this higher dimensional technology that is inside the earth. It's above the land of Skinwalker Ranch. Mm. It's under the ground. They're getting all these readings from in the ground and a mile up into the air at a, a specific point. When they shine lasers up at this thing, it splits the laser into Y. There's nothing up there. You can't see it. They launched a rocket right at this spot a mile up. You know, former NASA engineer, the guy that's kind of always on history, Mm -hmm. rocket expert. This rocket goes and then just goes zoom. And he's like, that rocket, there's no wind. There's no reason why that rocket should have spit, 
you know, in this easterly direction. <laughs> Burton wants your shirt. Oh, don't worry, Burton. Uh, we did mention a, a little bit earlier. I know you were probably coming home from work, but these are the proofs for the merch portal. We got a bunch of shirts yeah. in. We're well, testing them out. Doing some uh, research and some, development. Yeah, some feedback, but it, it's it's all coming real soon. Uh, but don't you worry, Burton. We're yeah. going to take care of you, buddy. I have a question here. <laughs> There we go, that UFO chick. This laser-induced plasma filaments, LA, LAPF stuff, right, the, the tech. Is this kind of like, again, would this be back to the blue beam stuff of, like, we're going to project these UFOs in the sky, like, make you think you're seeing this kind of yeah. stuff? Is that what – don't the, you remember that the when the like people were seeing, were like, that? cities the, in the sky? The no, Phoenix the mirage light. stuff. Not, oh, not yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying the really weird things when people are, like, almost like – Shared hallucinations were like that doesn't make any sense of what we saw. It wasn't right. a UFO, but that LIPF or whatever that is, mm-hmm. that's what makes me think of that. Mm-hmm. But with with Grush, with the testimony coming out in the congressional hearings, with it's like, can you even? They want so much information that he can't give them yet. But I know. If they can get in that. I, this is going to be a beaten word after this. But skiff, a skiff, the old or, you know, skiff. Which we, you know, a skiff is a little boat. That's the confusing thing is a skiff is a, is a little boat that you take from a larger boat to land. Yeah. So when you <clears throat> drop your anchor, you hop in a skiff to get to shore. I'm just thinking I want like a shirt that's like skiffy. Get me in the skiff. Skiffy peanut butter, full disclosure. We need a skiff t-shirt. Full disclosure, skiffy. Get bub in the skiff. Skiffy peanut butter. <laughs> Um, all right, I think that next. clip was done, Stone. I think we can move on to the uh, the God. next one, and this is kind of a longer one too. And then we'll, we'll kind if of if you believe it up. we have crashed craft uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah, um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness? Like, how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Um, Okay. So, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either... What agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there? I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals, uh, that were in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? That, I'm happy to provide that to you after the hearing. Super. Thank you. And I yield back. That's it. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Did you just catch that? A little bit. I just, I, honestly, my ADD, I zone out sometimes and I'm reading the chat and I'm listening to that and I'm <laughs> thinking about what Kyle and Disbro are doing back in Master Control and I'm dreaming of food still because I'm hungry still and all of this is churning my brain. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. And look, see, they're back there. They're hard at work. Yeah. And what I'm hearing from that, though, is... Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing stuff. Look at me. My arms are moving. (laughs) Kyle just put away the remote control truck. Put that down. Um, 
But no, so she's getting the receipts. She's ready to go get the names after this. It so, sounds like... Well, I'm going to give you the hostels and the people that are cooperating. That's what, that's what, You're getting the names I'm saying. of all the people that have been attacking me. He's going to show what, the Who they board. work for, yeah. who are their superiors, yeah. potentially, and all the people that you need to talk to that are like me that are going to tell you even crazier shit than I'm going to tell you. You want the people that know where the bodies are? I got those names. I haven't seen the bodies, but I got old boy back here that has. He wants to talk to you. That's what that was. I'll say this much, too. Grush has a high enough awareness level now that if he would have just, if it would have just stayed on News Nation, if it wouldn't have got to a congressional hearing, yeah. if it didn't start generating all this buzz, maybe he does get, you know, a little slip driven, driven off the freeway somewhere. Plane crashy crashy. Thrown over the edge of the yacht at Club Med. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe that's what happens, but now he's got enough clout and awareness. That's why they never killed Lazar. Yeah. They just tried to make him look crazier. Well, because you went public. You yeah. have to be public. Like people yeah. always say, well, why haven't they killed Alex Jones or why haven't they killed David Icke? Because they've been talking for 25 years and you'll make them a martyr. Yeah. It's the people that don't speak their truth like. Daryl was talking about, man, Dar- that really resonated with me is we can't sit quiet anymore. You got to speak. None up. of us can. Yeah. You know, if you know something, I mean, I don't know shit, but, you know, I, I want to speak as much truth as I can to, you know, call it if I see it, if I have a strong feeling about it. But I'm not in the inside of these special operations programs. You know, yeah. would I be totally terrified to come out? Of course. Who wouldn't? Grush. Like I said before, Grush has got some cojones, sir. Man, I'm telling you, I don't know. As long, like, I think the biggest thing to deal with it, probably for him too, or anybody, would be like, you as the person can stomach it. Like, I want to tell, I will, you know. But like, if it starts affecting your family, your loved yeah. ones, your and you still whatever. getting after it. He's yeah. still getting after it. I mean. That's where it's like you got to have some serious scrote about you and conviction. But also I think one of the most important things I've seen too was there's a lot of intelligent people. Mm -hmm. A lot of intelligent people. There's not a lot of really courageous people. Right. Right. That's in short Mm -hmm. effing order. Sure, I think these days for sure. Right. So you can be really smart and you can, like Daryl's saying, you can be really smart and not say anything. Well, here's the thing. You can have that information and not speak that truth. The people that did speak, Kennedy, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, Robert F. Kennedy. Right. Uh, What happened to all of them? All dead, <laughs> all murdered right. in a conspiracy that was later admitted by the Senate hearings that all of those cases were more than likely a conspiracy. Right. I mean. It didn't just happen. No. Right. So I, I think that's enough proof in the pudding for me. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying, too. Like, it, it rings. And again, it just dovetails back into what Daryl's saying, too, that whole, you know, you can't. Again, that like silence is not golden in that respect. Like it becomes this toxic. Like if you can't speak up about it, like you're not doing anything. You're kind of complicit in the you're complicit. problem, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is one of those of like, and I think that was one of the things was oh, that's what it was. It was something about censorship and, and whatever with social media. Mm-hmm. And I think it was towards Zuckerberg, and I kind of felt bad for him because yeah, the guy's fairly smart. He's got a good you know business model. This can't deny it, right? But. He did not have the backbone. 
He didn't have the, to say no. the fight off now, to he, say, no, I don't want He did have it. the backbone, however, to, on JRE. He did come out and talk about it. And talked about it and said right. that now that's, the Biden administration told us and put pressure on us to, yeah. let, to, to not run certain stories, that yeah. it was Russian disinformation. Yeah. He admittedly said the U.S. government came to us and said that you need to stop these posts because of this, this, and this. Yeah. That's censoring. Yeah, you didn't. But that's what you I'm didn't saying. Have so the in the straight. same sense of that crap, we can't do it with social media. We can't do it with ufology. We can't do it with medicine. We can't do it with no. anything. No, when you they obfuscate things, information, then we get start out. getting people that don't understand up from down, left from no. right. Like they good just want to build right barriers. You're black. You're white. You're gay. You're straight. You're this. You're that. We are separate. You yeah. guys are this. Uh, you're you're a man. You're a you're a woman. We're all completely separate. No, we're and, all and in we're a very dry, we're dividing all these lines. Arena of life. We're dividing these Micro lines. Division. And and it's just becoming unbelievably – you can't manage it as a society. Like we have to come together. Maybe that's what this is about. Yeah. This whole thing is some kind of weird watershed moment for us to all actually come together, put all this other bullshit aside, all of our differences. The aliens are mind. inadvertently bringing us all together. Watch Watch what happens. I'm for it. I'm all because, for it. Because, like hope I so. said, we can Let's all get happen. we can all get behind this, regardless of what you think politically or believe in, or your background or anything. We can all get behind this. That's fucking cool, dude. Yeah, like really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why I think there's a lot of hope surrounding like um, what's going on with this information right now. Because again, like to me, it doesn't just indicate Look how messed up my hair is. I know. To me <laughs> to me it doesn't just indicate one thing. It doesn't just talk about UFOs and UAPs and, yeah. and that area of life. To me this is a much bigger thing that if we can get past one of these massive hurdles. Yeah. This is a big one of dude. Human history. We've been waiting for this since I was six years old. I since never, I learned since I learned about what an alien was. I just thought I would be forever disappointed in life and nothing like this was ever gonna happen and we were just gonna have to watch movies where we just theorized of yeah. what it would be like when right. this would happen. Right. We're gonna yeah. watch what? The Explorers again, we're gonna watch yeah. E. T. one more time and just you know, Flight of the Navigator and just hope say I want to know. I want like we all wanna know. We just want some answers. Tired of theorizing, tired of speculating, you know? Oh, God, the speculating. And hopefully Speculation's it's, been killing me. Hopefully it's, you know, far more boring than we think it is. You know, truth is usually stranger than it's fiction. It's not going to be boring. So I think it's, we're in for a doozy when we do finally get to the end of the lollipop of this Tootsie Pop. This is a lot, no, of, man, no. a lot of damn licks <laughs> to get to the center of this UFO mystery. We still haven't gotten through the shell. The owl is laughing at us. Yeah. One, two, uh, three. We're not getting anywhere. Uh, well, I, I think we got one more stone, if I'm not mistaken. We can start wrapping this up, but uh, I think there's, I think this one puts the. Um, Mr. Grush, I might have asked this before, but I want to make Here sure. Do you have any personal knowledge of someone who's possibly been injured working on legacy UAP reverse engineering? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um. How were they injured? Was it is it something like a radioactive type situation or something we didn't understand? I've heard people talk about Havana syndrome type inc incidences. What what was your recollection of that? 
I can't get into the specifics, but you could imagine assessing an, an unknown unknown. Uh, there's a lot of uh, potentialities you can't fully prepare for. How do you think we ought to handle UAP whistleblower complaints like yours in the, in the future? Yeah, there was some issue with mine. So, you know, PPD-19 process, it goes to the Intel committees, uh, either through PPD-19 or ICD-120. There's not a good way for the intelligence community inspector general to provide that to other committees. And I asked my information to be sent to the House and Senate Armed Services Committee because there are Title Ten equities at play, but there was no smooth process to okay. do so. Yeah. That's a trash can. Um, are you aware of any individuals that are participating Jesus. in reverse engineering programs for non-terrestrial craft? Personally, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's pointed. Yeah. Uh, you know any that would be willing to testify if there were protections for them? Certainly closed door and assurances uh, that breaking their NDA, they're not going to get um, administratively punished for okay. so. Yeah. I yield, Mr. Chairman. And I think that's it. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> we're going to do this Thanks, Donor. Uh, and Necro, I totally agree. I think we got a little carried away. Speculation is fun. It's fun. It is fun. It's fun. And, I'm sorry. How long we've been speculating is just, I, I, I would like to have, now we can speculate on more fun things. Jetpacks, free energy. Like, I guess, that's yes. A different level. Now that we kind that's of. the next level yeah, speculation of, again, yeah, when I was. fun. I used to think this, like, hey, in the future, I don't want to invite you over to my house. I want to invite you over to my planet. Like when you come to my house, like you just come to my whole planet. And we yeah, have jetpacks and you can just explore around it. And just but our planet's like one of those hoarders. You walk into their house, it smells like freaking rat piss and cat no, piss. No, no. That's why, our why? planet right now. 95% oh, of all the now. blue tuna's gone. We got a garbage You're passes. talking about here. Yeah. No, our, we're a hoarder's yeah. house. Like what? We're going to invite them to our planet. Hey, come. Our magical planet has literally turned into a... Cat piss soak how hoarding house. Yeah, we've got some garbage we need to clean up. Yeah, we got to get it cleaned up. Get that lady from, <laughs> uh, you know, up. from hoarders to start cleaning house. Jesus. But yeah, that's that's where I like to speculate further. Is like, yeah, we have jetpacks, we have UFOs. I've got my own planet. I can just sit there and chill, and like everybody can have whatever they want and go exist in the galaxy and. Whatever. Who knows? Like, that's the, I just want I don't even know how to dream that far because we're stuck <laughs> dreaming here. We're stuck at who are the next people that are coming out? Grush is the first. My Who's dreams, next? my dreams are getting stale. What's I next? want the next level you of dreams. More people inside the intelligence community. You're going to have whistleblowers blowers within the military, the, those giant corporations yeah. that don't ever, I mean, they don't give away any of their secrets ever. Stoner's dad. I thought the same thing in the 70s. Not much has changed. Right. But is it changing now? Who who, know, who knows? Maybe it is. It maybe does it seem like that, Stoner's dad, that things kind of just... We're feeling keep, it. You just We're keep hoping. going and going and going. Um, so Burton, I want alien flying abilities. Duh. Yes. Today, <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> always. And you can see it now, like the people that have the jetpacks, right? They have, we have these jetpacks. They're not like... They're like water propelled. and No, 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 like, no. The ones where the guys have like it's literally that goes on their arms. They have two jets. They have yeah. a backpack with a jet. Like they're using those for like rescue missions, like yeah, up yeah. mountains, boats, whatever. Like they have those, but I mean legit. But they're like just they're you know regular. eat a bunch of cheese before bed to increase your dreams. Necromechanical. <laughs> I don't know. It might increase my dreams, but I'm not sure my wife would sleep very well. Pass a lot of cheese. 
Oh, man. You guys are great. The chat's on fire tonight, son. Frida Heights. This has been a good one, man. This has been a real, real good one. I don't think we're missing anything. It has anything. been a good one. And by the way, that last uh, clip there, that was uh, Disbro added that last minute. Very nice. And it was funny because he, he I was did like, add oh, that. I'll, right. I'll try to find it. And I clicked my mouse pointer and hit exactly where the point he was talking about. So we added that last minute. Thank you, Diz. <laughs> Stutter's dad loves cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and craft beer. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Sess in the city. city. You guys are thank you, everybody. Amazing for jumping in. And sorry yeah. if we got a little ranty. Here I got and there, pretty but ranty. I think again, we haven't been in front of a live audience in a while. We've been doing these canned episodes, yeah. which has been fun. Yeah, but it's just a different vibe when you realize like we're talking to a guest, but we know nobody else is there. It's different having you yeah. know uh, having y'all on the other end of it. We can it's, get weird uh, with y'all. It's hilarious. Um, I had a great time. Felt good to be back. Yep. Thank you for everybody for stopping in and saying what's up as well. Yeah. Thanks for stopping in. Uh, Everybody go check out Local Legends, the UFO Chick. Yes. All the creators, Necro Mechanimal. uh, Go check out their stuff. Uh, Support all these amazing creators that have been supporting the Strange Road. Oh, yeah. uh, And, you know, we try to do our part and support uh, others as well. Absolutely. Trying to create community, spread the love, spread the positivity. We're all here for the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I think I know we are. I, I think everybody else is too. You know, like, good God, man! Like, backyard TV. Go I know check people, him out. I know people can get an ego over stuff like this. Again, yep. we're Wayne's World. Yep, we're doing a show that we like doing. We're yep. covering stuff we like covering. We're not, you know, we're not at the top of a corporate building in the penthouse right now, like, you know, about to go have Mai Tais after this or something. Like, no, we're going to get to work on, like, how we can, you know, do yeah. the next episode and make it even better. Oh, we'll and, walk like, out and there'll be a homeless guy in the back stoop. Remember that problem? time we walked out at late night episode <laughs> and the homeless guy that, was sitting on the back that lady. porch? The lady, I opened the door you and went, ah! You bowed out a heart attack. And I said, holy shit, you scared the hell out of me. She said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, geez, lady, I was not expecting you to be right. And you're on the top step. Got it. Why don't you hang out on the bottom step? I opened the door. You're right there. Scared the hell. And it was, I think it was a paranormal. It was the episode with Burton where he was telling us ghost stories. (laughs) You walked out. And I was a little jumpy. Dude, I laughed so hard. Oh, man. That was great. That was good. So good. Well, now they installed security cams, so at least they'll be able to catch us, you know, having these funny-ass moments when we walk out. I want to watch that playback. Oh. Oh, All right, that's it for me. All right, guys. Jay Lamb, Born that's Not to Run, me. Local Legends, Backyard TV, Flutz, Sess in the City. You guys are the best. That UFO Appreciate check. Appreciate you all. Uh, Necro, uh, anybody else I'm missing, I apologize. But uh, Born Not to Run, uh, we are signing off. Oh, one more time. Heath Johnson's we're trying to get some uh, awareness uh, to his GoFundMe. He wants to travel to ancient sites all over Ohio and the U.S., he wants to start out at Serpent Mound. He's got a, uh, a, a pretty serious kidney disease. He's going to have to have a transplant, but wants to get to these places and soak up that natural healing energy and see what it's all about. So uh, Heath reached out. We've got his GoFundMe link in all of our social platforms. It's in our link tree. It's in the, the show notes of this show. It'll be all over the place. So yeah. you guys got a couple bucks to throw. Heath, we're trying to spread the word, spread the love. Um, you guys can mystical trip set up. Yes, absolutely. And we'll send them off at Serpent Mound and do it upright. 
Um, but you guys can follow us. We're on all social media platforms. We're on all the podcast platforms. You're right here in, in YouTube. Share, like, subscribe, yeah. hit yeah. that notification. And Monday, the premiere. Monday, we are premiering uh, the episode with Michael Strayer from Moth Boys. He's podcaster, author, children's author. All right. Super cool dude. Had some amazing stories of a cryptid in, in northern New York that we had never heard about. So stay tuned for that on Monday. It's going to be dropping um, all podcast platforms Monday at 1 a.m. And then we're doing our YouTube premiere 9 p.m. Monday night. Monday night. So be there, be square, come and hang out in the chat. Let's rock. I like it. Signing out. Stoner and Disbro, thank you Stoner guys. Stoner and Disbro always. Let's get that master control shot one more time. Wave to the camera, there Stoner. Go. There he is. All right, guys. Feverishly working back there. <laughs> Love. <laughs> uh, I'm hitting things. I love it. All right, signing off. <laughs>